Sound Advice. Hello and welcome to Sound Advice, the podcast where we give relevant advice every single week. My name is Kirsten. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Marcus. And our show's layout is going to be in three different sections every episode. So this week we have the first segment, Our First Time. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, let's get it. <laughs> so this is Our First Time Moving Out. Nice. All right, so... What we're going to talk about today is obviously moving out of our house and uh, coming to college. Specifically, like the first time moving out. Yes. Yeah. Duh, that's what it's called. Listen, you said. Oh, yeah, you're right. Our first time. Anyway. Our first time. <laughs> All right. So we have making friends, meeting roommates, cooking and eating, budgeting, having a schedule. Um, we can focus on one of those at a time or just start. What was the first one? All right. Let's start with making friends. Oh. All right. <laughs> This is tough for many people moving out. You're in a foreign place. You don't know anybody usually for the most part. And you kind of just have to deal with it. True. Yeah, I can remember like when I moved out for the first time, it was going to college. College was cool. But um, yeah, I remember I had a couple friends. You know, I had Anthony. So my buddy Anthony came with me. But besides that, I mean, I didn't really know anybody. So I guess making friends was, it was an interesting experience because like, you know, you go to like social events and stuff like that. To try to to try to meet people and you know see people who are like you and stuff like that, so that's how I ended up meeting these guys. How did I hey. actually meet you guys again? I forgot. We lived in the same dorm. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and I remember I met Kirsten through a, another friend. It was yeah, it was just a long chain of friendships that I I did to end up meeting Kirsten. But yeah, it was cool. Yeah, it was cool. I think it's really cool to look back and like who you met your first semester and who you're still friends with now. True. Because uh, I feel like. My friendships now are definitely stronger than, like, my high school friendships. Definitely. But they were harder to come across, kind of. Yeah. See, like, with you guys, I think you guys are both very outgoing people, so it probably wasn't, like, too hard for you to kind of find your cliques and everything. But for me, like, I was terrible at that, and I kind of had to, like, either latch on to somebody like Kirsten and, like, meet other people (laughs) or just kind of go out of my comfort zone and, like, talk to people. And I think that's really what you have to do when you first move somewhere and you want to actually meet friends and make connections. You have to kind of... Put yourself out there. Yeah, just go out there and, you know, make something happen. Like, just get out of your comfort zone, you know, hit up a club or something, you know. Go to go to the bar. I don't know. Unless oh, you, I thought you meant, like, a not... school club. <laughs> that too, though. Like, no, nah, I, mean, I mean, like, hit up the real clubs, you know. <laughs> Marcus, under 18 years old is usually the freshman age. Oh, well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, freshman, uh, yeah, 18 and older, yeah, then you hit the club. If not, uh, just just go somewhere. Yeah, go to the right union. Go to Gator Nights. Gator <laughs> Actually, Nights, you'll find. You'll Gator find Nights friends. is kind of a good place, I would feel. I agree. Because it's full of freshmen. Even, like, other organizations, though. Like, I started with the newspaper, and I met a lot of people there. So you kind of have to find, like, what you're interested in and then pursue that. Yeah, see, I was, like, very desperate to make friends when I came here because, I don't know, it, like, overtook me as, like, okay, I really, since I'm here, I have to make friends. And this is, it's, it's kind of almost the first time I had to do it because mm-hmm. throughout school, I was, like, with the same people all the time. Um, so I tried to join a million clubs. I didn't, I went to like one meeting of a lot of them. And then I joined the soccer, like an intramural soccer team. Cause that's one thing I really loved. And that's where I made the majority of my friends. Mm-hmm. So find something that you really enjoy doing and just signing up for it. Even if you don't know anyone else, which I didn't, for the most part, they're going to be welcoming for you. I agree. Yeah. Yo, you know, what's really crazy. Just thought about that. Um, it's like the process of actually getting a friend, right? Like, going from acquaintance to friend is really strange because, like, I can remember, you know, meeting you guys and you guys were my acquaintances, you know, just people I know. 
and then it's the process of you guys actually becoming my good friends that I can never really remember. Like, mm -hmm. whatever happened to make you guys, like, really my friends? I don't know, but, like, it's always cool to think about. Yeah, it really just develops, and then you don't notice it until you look back on it, I feel. Yeah, yeah. And even, like, like you can be acquaintances, but, like, if you want to make friends, you can, like, invite them places and kind of, you know, you have to put yourself forward and, like, I don't know, like, invite them to do things. Don't wait for them to come to you. That's very true. Yo, no doubt. I do remember, like, Clark, Kirsten Clark, you invited us to go zip lining, yes. And that was one thing that I will always remember. That was so cool. He was like, hey, I got these, like, free tickets or something to go zip lining. You want to go? And I was like, yo, like, what the heck? Sure, I'm going to go. No, that was really fun. And that was, like, the second time I ever hung out with Marcus. And after that, I was like, yo, we're buds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so even if you're, it's something you wouldn't ever do, I would say try and say yes. Mm -hmm. You know, because especially when you first get here, you don't have anything to do, like, over the weekends usually. So even if it's zip lining or you're something you're uncomfortable with, I would say just do it. Yeah. All right, what about meeting roommates? Uh-oh. <laughs> Me and Kelsey were roommates. Yes, Ay. we were. Turn up. <laughs> I knew Kelsey in high school, actually, so. Yes, we did. Not but, a new friend. But we did have a third roommate, and we actually lived in a triple, and it was, like, kind of the cheapest option on campus, but it was very cramped, and we were miserable. Do not live in a triple if you do not have to. <laughs> I agree. Three people in the same room. Although Except Marcus. Marcus it. enjoyed his, yes. Yeah, we all had triples, but um, my triple was a lot of fun. I moved in with a... Uh, with one friend from high school and then the other guy was a random just like mm -hmm. how these two ladies had it but um it was really cool like the random guy was a cool guy and i'm still living with him today like you know he's a cool friend True. but uh yeah if you if you can't then like you have to live in a triple but you know yeah. if you can try to avoid it you know definitely avoid it yes and also honestly i think like it was cool kelsey was from high school and then we had a random because mm -hmm. at first we were very just turned off to the idea of yeah. just someone random because we're like oh we want to have fun together but i think like uh, Andrea was hope she's listening she was my one of my best friends now and so I would never have met her if I didn't live with her um, it started off like obviously it's kind of awkward to live with a stranger mm -hmm. but over time if you guys click you guys click and sometimes you have bad roommates but like it's only a year so yeah see Andrea for me like Kirsten and Andrea like clicked I think right away and I love Andrea now but I think at first we kind of started out with a very rough patch and we were together like all the time because we were obviously both in our room all the time and um i don't know i think we kind of struggled with that and like struggled with finding common ground and i think it was really not until we moved away from each other that like we became like closer and better people yeah i think some people you just can't live with and you mm -hmm. kind of have to accept it like it can be your friend but you just sometimes it doesn't work to live with them yeah even me and kirsten had like difficulties like <laughs> one thing i don't like the light on all the time and she likes to live in the dark yeah kelsey's a kelsey's a gremlin <laughs> hey she's a vampire she, she stays in the dark Shh, no um but no but kirsten always was like let's turn the light on and i was like all right i actually i just turned on my ipad recently and like i had really old text on it from, and I was texting Nick, and I was like, Kelsey, turn the light off already. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I just hate the fluorescence. Like, if we had a lamp, it would have been fine. But, but see, yeah, you have to, like, work out these problems with your roommate. And if they go unresolved, like, ours. Well, it's honestly kind of funny. <laughs> it is funny. Yeah, it's very funny after that. So sometimes you just have to put up with stuff. You'll get through it. Freshman year goes actually very quickly. Yes. And then you kind of miss it. All right. Um, let's talk about how about, like, cooking and then budgeting when you're living in a dorm. Or living anywhere, honestly. True, if you're moving out, cooking and budgeting. That's a hard one. Especially when you don't know how to cook or budget. <laughs> you learn very quickly that you do not know how to cook. Yes. Honestly, I 
kind of still today live off like cereal and like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I make a mean bowl of Fruit Loops, guaranteed. Oh, make boy. a mean bowl. <laughs> make a mean bowl of Fruit Loops, and I can make some mean toast. Trust yes. me. I don't know. I burn it sometimes. That's true. But I think the hardest part for me was moving away. Was like my parents loved cooking dinner. Like that was a huge thing in my family. Mm-hmm. And then coming here, I was like, well, I'm eating Oreos tonight. Like I, I actually, <laughs> <Oreos>. <laughs> I did that one. <laughs> I feel you. There's like a tweet about it. Oh, no. But so um, before you come, try and try and start cooking before you're actually here because it's gonna be too late. Um, and it's just really hard though. Like we had a mini fridge, but. I I, didn't, I always I had a meal plan which I kind of mm-hmm. I suggest to get a meal plan if you can. Yes, I agree. Because it's just really a lot easier because usually it's communal kitchen. There's always people making weird stuff. So mm-hmm. if you can afford it, get a meal plan. I think it's actually way worth it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And like you know, as somebody who still doesn't cook, like it's just really cool getting to go somewhere and like you just get food. You know, because like if you're gonna cook food, you have to take the time to prepare it and then take the time to cook it and like. It can just take a lot of time. And then if you already don't know what you're doing, like you might as well just get a meal plan. So that being said, if you're moving to a totally new place, I think you should go out and like try as many places as you can and kind of get like a good idea of what the area involves and like all the food they have, because it's a good way to like just be cultured and know what you're talking about when you recommend places. Yeah, I actually I kind of feel like I should have done that more because now mm-hmm. people are like, oh, this place is awesome. I've still never been there after three years. <laughs> so it's really if some people invite you out, obviously don't say yes every time for yeah. budgeting sake, but it's really fun to try new places in the area. True. And then uh, speaking of budgeting, how do you guys go about that? I don't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much how I do it is like, just don't spend money. Just Perfect. don't spend money. <laughs> Sometimes you have to. You got, for me, I got to like day by day, I got to be like, all right, not spending money today. That's true. Like, if I'm like, oh, I won't spend money this week. That's not going to happen. I have to go day by day and tell myself that. Otherwise, you know, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. See, for me, I kind of go weekly, and I'm just like, all right, last week I spent a lot. This week I should try to cut down. And if I don't, then I'm just like, next week. But it's very hard. And obviously, like, not everyone can get a job their first year. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty uncommon. But if you can even get part-time, 10-hour, 12-hour, um, it's really the, not that hard of a – depending on what you're doing, it's usually – something a a manageable balance so i think that's something you should totally look into and then you can kind of stem from that job to other jobs while you're at college (laughs) yeah very true it's a good start into the career aspect yo i mean we all had part-time jobs at one time right yeah yeah we still do like Mm -hmm. yeah i was working over at the library i'm still over there i mean really cool job it wasn't really hard to get either like you just show up and say hey like i want to work here yeah a lot of on-campus jobs are they literally just want a student to work. Mm-hmm. So you should really look into it because it's it's not too hard to find. Yeah, just Google some stuff. Yeah, and go make some money. All right, and then so we can talk briefly about, obviously, the, the emotional part of moving away. Oh, yeah. Um, families, friends, how did it make you feel? At first I was, like, very depressed because, like, senior year of high school, I think, was when our friends all kind of came together and became really close. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden everybody was going to, like, separate schools. Hey, preach. And, yeah, and we all had to move away and it was very sad yeah literally like senior year our friends were like okay we're really good friends now mm-hmm. and i was like awesome this is fun and then it ended yes it did yo yeah. i remember like my senior year i knew this one guy named jonathan right we were friends since fourth grade so we went way back and so we were hanging out the day before he had to leave to ucf mm-hmm. and we went bowling and all that good stuff it was it was really cool 
And so, like, we were driving him back to his house, right? And, like, we're all just smiles and giggles and stuff. So, like, we were all happy and having a good time. And then he got out of the car, right? I gave him a hug to just, you know, wish him farewell and stuff. And then I'm just, it's like a waterfall coming out of my eyes. Yeah. Like, I was just sobbing. It was crazy. I just wasn't expecting that. True. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's definitely a, it's definitely a rough kind of transition <laughs> to get from, you know, all the friends that you know and love to a new environment where you're going to meet new people and stuff like that. But you can do it. I mean, it's not it's not impossible. Yeah, I just, I think it's, you don't realize how fun high school is, obviously, until a few months after. Like, um, even the summer after high school, you're just really realizing, like, okay, college is a thing. Mm-hmm. And once, when you don't know what college is, it's very scary. Like, now it's obviously fine. But that uh, intermission period is really hard. So if you can, spend a lot of time with your friends the summer after. Mm-hmm. Um right up to the last minute because you know during college people really don't go home that often and you're not going to see them really ever so you, you kind of see who your close friends are immediately after uh and just take time with them right and you can also just like keep in touch like social media is like obviously a big part of our lives so i mean we can always have group chats still and message our old friends and yeah they're still around yo seriously i remember my senior year after i graduated i felt like yo i'm not going to see any of my friends again i'm not going to get to talk to them again and then after like a semester, I realized, yo, like they're really like just a text away. Literally, I could text them at any time. I could, you know, Snapchat them, you know, whatever mm-hmm. at any time, as if we're still, you know, just a couple blocks away from each other. So, yeah, no doubt, always keep in touch with your old friends. Yeah, like the close ones, like you really should. And I think it's kind of you know, some people are like, oh, I hated high school. I hated everyone there. I'm so glad to get away. Um, I mean, I get, I get that kind of, but. If you, you, I'm certain that you had close some close friends in there, and I think it's really important to keep in touch with them throughout your life. Yeah. All right. All right, so should we move on to our second segment? Let's do it. All right. This one is, well, the title is Our Worst. And for this week's podcast, we're going to talk about our worst fears. Dun, dun. A fun topic. A good start to this podcast. <laughs> you get to hear our worst fears. Dun, yes. dun, Very dun. personal. Uh, who wants to start? Okay, I guess I'll give you mine. All right, so. Let's start with, like, surface-level fears. Basic fears. All right, so I'd say a couple things. I hate spiders, number one. Mm -hmm. I seriously do. And it's not even like, you know, I'm, like, deathly afraid of them. I just think that they look nasty, you know? I love spiders. It's like, I'm not afraid to, like, attack a spider. But, like, you know, they just look nasty. It's like, you know, I see one, I just, like, you know, get caught off guard. So I, I just don't like that. Especially like the hairy ones, you know. God, oh, those are the dang best. It. The what? tarantulas have like you little toe like paws, and it's so cute. You I know. actually <laughs> like those. Oh someone my named gosh. Their, someone had a pet tarantula, and they named it Harry Potter. Oh, Harry, get it. Hey, listen, if Potter. y'all if y'all bring a spider around me, <laughs> hey, it's going down. If I like see one in my house, I'm like terrified as well. But I'll, I won't kill it. I'll be like, let's get like a cup no, and put no, it no, outside. No, no. <laughs> no I'm, I'm getting the raid, man. I'm getting the raid. I'm, I like order my cat to kill him, and he and they won't. True, so I have to do it, and it's. Literally, it could be really late at night. I'm like screaming. I don't know something about spiders. Also, mine I feel snakes, which is common. True. But like, I I don't know. Like a snake can literally chase you. I feel like they can be slow. Yeah, they get fast. Also, heights is a big one for me. I'm not. I also don't really have a story for this, but I just think like the fear of falling mm-hmm. which is funny because kelsey wanted to go skydiving for her birthday <laughs> and we did not which like on surface level i'm like sure i'd love to but i feel like i'd be very very scared 
Yeah, we still have to go, guys. Yeah, we will go. We will go. <laughs> Trust me, we're gonna go. Then we'll talk about it on here. True. But um, see heights, I'm okay with. Depends how high up though. Like I don't know. It's just also those like uh, where is it where it has the sh- the glass bottom? Uh, Chicago, where it's like you're really high and there's a glass bottom you can step on. I don't know. Or the Grand Canyon, that little walkout. True, the Grand Canyon, like stuff like that's very scary because you can easily like walk off the ledge and die. Yeah, I'm not trying to do that. I mean, like, <laughs> the heights are weird for me because like I don't feel like I'm scared of heights, but at the same time, like if I get to a certain height, I'm yeah. just like kind of cautious and. Yeah, in the moment you're like, oh. Yeah, because you're I, like, yo, anything could happen right now. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's not like heights in general because I can go ro- do roller coasters all day, but like True. me walking yeah. somewhere high is very, because I I don't know why. I get that. Obviously, I can make myself not walk off the ledge, but... I feel like there's also, like, some impulse thing in your brain that's like, walk off the edge, though. (laughs) No, Kelsey, that's not normal. No, I feel like like there's something about that, though. There's a name for that. I always feel feel like... I always feel the most dizzy, like, when I'm, you know, supposed to not be dizzy, you know? Like vertigo? Yeah. Not like vertigo, but, like, every time, like, I'm somewhere high, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm on, like, a, a ledge or something, like, I feel the most dizzy then. Like, it's just like my brain is, I guess, processing, yo what's happening right now and then i just like start losing my my judgment i can i i kind of know what you're saying actually mm-hmm. yeah 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 um so my fears i guess um i'm like very pyrophobic like i hate fire i like can't light candles i can't that's so crazy yeah. even like sparklers like on fourth of july new year's eve like i'm just like nope cannot be a barbarian <laughs> you would sparkler. die yeah i'm gonna have to not show you my mixtape because <laughs> it's fire yeah it's too fire Oh. Yeah, that was lame. Wow. Well, okay. That's All a right. really interesting fear because I feel like it's pretty uncommon. Like, it's kind of, people make a joke about it, you yeah. know, but I've, or pyromaniacs, opposite. True. So I, I've really, you're the first person I've heard that's scared of fire. I just hate it. Like, it's so powerful and like, you don't even know what it is. Like, what is fire? I mean, it's uh, very valid. It's, it's Honestly. <laughs> you're right. It's like, hot. spiders aren't even a valid that's what's funny is like, things like spiders, that's not valid because you can kill them, but no, fire. I think like I evolutionary though, like. In the past, I think humans probably got bit by spiders and died a lot. So but I think it's our instinct to be like, oh, this tiny thing. Why are we not me. more scared of fire? That's true. I guess a lot of people don't burn, though. Yeah, like, they can because, control uh, fire a little bit. Yeah, it's because uh, they got to cook their meat, you know. They got the barbecue. Yeah. So they're like, man, this barbecue, that's why they ain't scared of fire. But on the same line as, like, spiders, I hate rodents. Like, rats. Like, there was a mouse in my RV. I live in an RV. Um, there was a mouse in my RV, and it ate all my Doritos, first of all. <laughs> 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 but, like... My dad ended up putting mouse traps in my home, and it ended up dying. But like, I just hate them. Like, if I see them, I just get disgusted. I don't like rats. I mean, that's that's I, that's common too. I feel. Yeah, but like people like our friend Anna, like she loves rodents, and I'm just like, why? Like they're disgusting. Yo, Listen. Kelsey had Stuart Little chilling in her RV, man. I did, and that's then it died. Though I didn't want it to die. I tried to get like a like one of the traps that like just shut like a cage, and then I could take it outside. But my dad came and. Ended its life, and I had to sweep it outside though. It was very tiny. Oh, God, that's that's hilarious. That's, that's hilarious. Bad. That's just that's that's too much. Yes. Pops came in and just took out the rat, man. But then I had to dispose of it. <laughs> Should have ate it. Nope. I don't think. So. Tastes like chicken. Does it? How you know? Uh. Where's Milo? <laughs> oh. I would not touch him. That's my pet guinea pig. True. All right, now let's do deeper, f- worse fears. Dun, dun, like, you know, Hell concepts. I mean, I don't know if this would count, but I mean, like, I hate and deeply fear torture. Oh. What? Like, I am not trying to get tortured. I agree with that. Ever. I don't like pain at all. Yeah, you know, like, pain is no, already not. so bad. 
you think that's going to happen to you in your lifetime? I mean, I, I hope not. I hope not. You know, but like, I'm just not trying to get tortured at all. So I'm like, yo, if somebody ever puts me in a situation like a terrorist or something, and they're like, yo, tell oh. me what I want to know, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, well, either I know it and I'm going to tell you, or I don't know it and I can't tell you anything. True. But like, yo, if whatever I say is not satisfactory, yo, just kill me. Don't torture me. Just kill me or let me live, you know? That's true. I'm not trying to get that in between. I hate, like, the idea, you know, like, the Chinese water torture? Like, I kind of want to know what that's like. Like, just if I had the freedom to know. But, um, I don't know. Like, I don't get how that works. Like, the dropping over and over and you can't, like, move it. Wait, I don't I don't know what that is. You don't know. It's like you're laying, I think, kind of on your back. And I think they tilt you a little bit. But they drop just, like, water on your forehead, like, over and over repeatedly. Yeah, it's and like eventually the, it drives you crazy. Yeah, it's like the sensation. Or maybe that's a different thing that I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about, uh, now water, what's the name of that? Waterboarding. Yeah, waterboarding. Waterboarding, yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, it's just like the sensation of drowning. No, and, so uh, waterboarding, no, no, no. actual drowning. I don't know. No, waterboarding is actual, like, they, like, drown you. Oh. Well, no, oh, this is different. okay. Yeah, the Chinese <laughs> water torture thing. Is that where they just, like, drop droplets yeah, on they, your head? Yes, or and, like, eventually, like, it feels like it's so much weight on your head for some reason. And it's very crazy. I could picture that. Like, I want to know how it feels, but I don't, I don't want to be tortured. But I'm always curious about that. But right, the we'll, same just, we'll just lay you back, just dump nope. a bottle of water on your head. <laughs> in the same realm, like, I've always been scared of kid, like getting kidnapped. Same. When I was a kid, I was like... I had so nightmares scared. of getting kidnapped. I still have nightmares of getting kidnapped. Yeah, that's wild. I don't I've know if it's... I've never, never had nightmares I feel like, like that. it might be different, like, not to be like, because we're girls, but like... I was just going to say that. Yeah, like, I think our parents were always like, like, don't get in oh. a man's car, don't do this. My mom, like, petrified of anything, yeah. like, like... I think that's totally what it is because my mom would always be terrified of like I don't know anything like if I didn't call her back immediately or something like that. Yeah. So that's definitely a thing. But like every time I went to the gas station, like oh. I like I still get scared of gas yes. stations. Same. People are sketchy at gas stations. Yeah, y'all watch too many of those Taken movies, man. Nah. Nah, I think that's something to it though. Is like definitely my parents, and then I'm a girl, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I did watch too many scary movies as well, but still. No, when I was little, my grandma used to always make me watch, like, Criminal Minds and, like, CSI. Okay, and I I'd be like, too. oh, no, I'm going to get killed. Yo, yeah, true. I, I remember, like, my pops used to always watch, like, uh, the, uh, what do you call that? Forensic Files. Oh, yeah. Forensic Files. And that was some weird stuff. And I was, I never tried to watch it, but there were some times where, like, I will just be sitting there watching it. And that was pretty scary. <laughs> Wait, that show, um, is How to Catch a Predator? To Catch a to Predator, catch, oh, that, is the, that is the best show <laughs> on the internet. I used to watch that when I was little, and it terrified that me. That is the greatest show. I, I don't know why watch I watched that. it, though, because I was like, this is going to happen to me, and it's, it was <laughs> right? so scary. I hate stuff like I mean, yo, if you watch it now, though, it is just so funny. I've it's watched just it recently. So funny. It's, not, it's not funny. <laughs> it's just like, this is creepy. It's just yeah. weird, because the girl's like, I'm 30, but I look 17. Even if they have, like, 17-year-olds, they're just like, I'll be in the other room, and then that guy with his Yeah. Name. Yeah, I mean, these guys are just... These pervs just walk in and get busted by Chris Hansen from Dateline NBC. It's just it's just a great show, man. It's just a great show. I'm surprised more of them don't, like, run immediately. Like, I always feel like they stay around in the house, and they're like, oh, you want to interview me right now? <laughs> yeah, see, that's the dumbest TV thing, moment. you know? I guess it's because they're, like, thinking to themselves, hey, maybe, like, I can, like, talk my way out of this. <laughs> I, you know? No, I love what they're always like, what are the beers in your car for? Oh, I was just having a drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weren't you like, driving? <laughs> yeah, and how they're like, um... Yeah, uh, you had these uh, these drinks that you said you got for the decoy, and the guy's like, no, no, those are for me. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, now you're, yeah. It no. says in the text you were going to bring uh, some Smirnoff ice. What you got right there, uh, Smirnoff ice? We have your messages. <laughs> we got the receipts. 
Yeah, so. Pulled them out. <laughs> anyway, best TV show ever. So yeah. I recommend watching that. Definitely. Not if you're a child and yeah. you're scared of getting kidnapped. No, yeah, 18 and up. Either. 18 and up. Just like the club, 18 and up. Oh my God, you in the club again. <laughs> but yeah. Um, other big fears, I guess. Obviously, all of us fear failure. I think that's a common What, thing. me? Nope. Oh, okay. <laughs> Look at her. She's already got the success. She ain't worried about nothing. <laughs> I'm hosting a podcast. True success. Follow me on Twitter. Uh-oh. What's your handle, girl? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, the future itself is very scary. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen. See, could, anything could change. This is sad to me because I feel like when I was little, I was, like, I was so pumped to become an adult yep. and to do anything I wanted, and now I'm in college, and I'm like... I, I can't do anything I want. I mean, and you can do some stuff. I know, but in my mindset right now, it's like I can barely do the basics <laughs> what? of, you know, having enough money to do stuff. Mm. No, seriously. Like, I remember as a kid, I was like, yo, let me grow up and, you know, be a be a man, do whatever, be like my dad and, you know, get to do whatever I want, go to sleep whenever I want. And I'm like, yo, can I go back to like third grade? Please? Seriously. Right. I would love to be a kid again. Life was much simpler back then. Back in the day when I only had to worry about like, you know coloring in the lines and stuff like that like that was the that was the times man so, 21 pilot song oh wait for real remember it's like stressed out stressed out oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 rocket yeah. ships oh <laughs> but yeah i think especially when you're in college like especially here for some reason it's everything is so focused i mean for good reason but like on your career mm -hmm. and if you don't get an internship you look like a failure and i feel like everyone is like oh what are you doing this summer you know it's just very yeah. competitive and the whole culture of it is kind of hard for me i agree like people kind of take it too seriously like in the real world i know employers like look at stuff you've done but i don't think they're like oh you didn't do this or this or this like what's wrong with you and it's like all right chill out like they don't say that yeah exactly like a lot of places i feel i don't know like we're all gonna get a job like we're all gonna fully totally. we're all good to get some kind of job mcdonald's yeah i'm trying to hey, get, i'm trying to be a burger that. flipper you feel don't knock that true though people, i respect people who do that but like it's just the, the culture is very different than I think a lot of places are. That's very true. Yo, as long as um, you have the face, like, I feel like as long as you have, like, the face, like, as long as you're qualified, you know, no matter if somebody's, like, a little more overqualified, whatever, as long as you, like, give them the look, you know, it's like you have to have the, I guess, charisma. Yeah, no, if you have true. the charisma. A lot, a lot of people yeah. don't have that, though. That's why it's, if you do, you are above the rest. See, that's what I hate, though. Like, a lot of people value, like, extroverts and everything and people who can just, like, talk their way into anything. And then I'm just like, uh, hey, what's up? And it's like, I don't know. It's just hard. Yeah, like, I feel like they like extroverts because, like, I feel like everybody has issues, you know, with talking to people and being extroverted in general. So it's like, if you meet somebody who's, like, really extroverted, it's like, yo, like, it's going to be easier to talk to you and it's going to be easier to, you know, I guess to make friends and stuff because like nobody wants to hire people that's gonna be you know just awkward and stuff at work so it's it's really weird but um i can see why they would want extroverts just for that i agree but i feel like it's unfair to introverts <laughs> but there is jobs you know out there for that yeah definitely and yeah, I don't... we need we need a introvert awareness month <laughs> nah but uh i don't know we'll be we'll all be okay oh yeah hopefully everyone said their fear right yeah so. cool all right marcus, marcus? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Last segment, last segment. So we've got segment number three, which is called Tips Appreciated. Ooh. All right, um, what are we doing? Tips appreciated. Oh yeah, we're gonna talk about dating uh, tips. yeah. So first, first episode, we're gonna talk about some dating tips. So ladies, take it away. What y'all got for All me? All right, first one. It's pretty obvious, but a lot of people, I don't know, 
I guess I think about it, but we'll just say it. Hygiene. Hygiene. Yeah. Um, All right. This could be a lot of stuff. Like, specifically for me, when I was thinking about this, I was thinking, like, breath is a huge thing. Like, especially if you're, like, going out to dinner, you're eating all this food. You don't know if there's going to be, like, a kiss at the end of the night. You Yo, have, make like, that sure you don't have that onion breath. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. Like, some of my favorite pizza was uh, Hawaiian barbecue pizza. Yo, it's so good. But it's got onions in it. And so, like, yo, if you're going to eat something like that, make sure you got a breath mint. Bring right. a Tic Tac. Bring some gum. Bring some five gum. You go know. brush your teeth real quick. Yeah, go do something for real. Because, like, even though it tastes good, yo, your breath will be rank. Yeah. And then uh, just how you're dressing. And, I mean, again, I think a lot of people think about this. But I think a lot of guys, like, sometimes they just don't think about that. Mm-hmm. And for a first date, you know, you don't got to go, like, suit, depending on where you're going. But. Just maybe wear something else than your usual day-to-day wear. Yeah, well, you tell me, like, what would you like your your man or your uh, potential man to be uh, to be wearing for the first date? Like, what, how would you envision that? Depends where you're going, though. Yeah, that's, I mean, like, polos are, they always look decent to me. What? A polo. polo. Like, if you don't wear it every day. I wouldn't want someone to wear a polo. <laughs> I mean, what would you want them to wear? I don't know. Just, like, just casual, but, like, a little formal. So like a button down. No, sh- no shorts. I'll, I'll roll the sleeves up on the button down though. You got it. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> no shorts. Hey, fellas, take notes. True. Take notes. Yeah, shorts. Except I probably wear shorts. Cause I always do. Unless you're going to like the beach or something, wear shorts. <laughs> That's a weird first date. What would be like the know. ideal first date though? Cause I mean, there's so many, you know, general stereotypical type dates and mm-hmm. stuff. But I mean, what would be like the ideal date for you guys? What about you, Marcus? <laughs> well, excuse me. I mean, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I'd say, like, I mean, it sounds, like, lame, but, like, I mean, a movie is cool. Like, yeah. I like the movies just because, like, I don't go to the movies often, so but actually see, going to the movies would be really cool for me. To me, you can't talk during the movies. Right. So that's like, the other issue. So it's, like, how are you supposed to really... That's, like, a second date thing, in my opinion. Although there is, like, dinner in a movie, so, like, you can connect beforehand or after and then just go sit and enjoy a movie. Yeah, I would, like, movie and then dinner because then you have something to talk about if it's That's weird. That's true. Awkward. Yeah, yeah. Think about, like, going to dinner first and you're just kind of sitting there like, hey, so, uh, you know, what do you do? Yeah, and then after you're, you want to talk, but... Yeah, and then after late. you might finally get to know them, you have to shut up for the movie. True. <laughs> But yeah, that's always, I mean, that's always, that always works, you know. All right, well, we'll be, we'll be a good first date then. So like, I guess, uh, what, the beach? I don't know. The beach would be weird. Me and Nick went stargazing. Uh. Gross. What? That's cute. <laughs> that is really cute. We just literally just, like, for me, I mean, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, picturesque. Like, here's what I need for a first date. Right. Like, we just went to dinner. Also, oh, well, we'll get to this. Went to dinner and then, um. I forgot what else. But then we, like, walked around campus at night. And then we just, like, hey. <laughs> Yo, where did you go, though, for dinner? Reggae Shack. Oh, yeah. But I was going to tell you. Well, let's segue to okay. be open is be open. another tip. Like, I have never been to Reggae Shack. Well, at the time, I didn't go. And I was like, I don't know if I'd be into that. And it was really good. I really enjoyed it there. What is Reggae Shack for people who don't know? Uh, Reggae Shack is imposter Jamaican food. So if you hey. are Uh-oh. an imposter, then go ahead and head over to Reggae well, Shack. Apparently, but if it you has want that good stuff. Health code violations. Bad health code. So. Wait, seriously? Yes, it's supposed to. Rumor has it. Allegedly, we don't know. Don't sue. They us. like report us. Now. <laughs> Yo, that's that's terrible. But listen, it was like, I I I don't branch out much on food, so I was like, this is cool. Yeah. So 
on that note, you should be open. So, like, don't take her to Applebee's, please. Oh, Applebee's is the worst. Place yeah, don't take her to, no, not Applebee's, TGI Fridays. What's the other one? Probably, even, sh- I mean, I like Chili's, but first yeah, date, I'd be no like, no Chili's. Eh. No, none of the no Chili's. Nobody like, 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 somewhere that's um is to chili? your area, like, local to your area. Local food? Personally, because I think, like, I go to Chili's by myself. Like, Listen, I go take her to times. Publix. Publix is where you want to go. Get a go. pub sub. Shopping <laughs> is a pleasure. Yes. No, I but mean, like a local nice sit-down restaurant, I feel, personally. You can see that. But I don't know. I don't think I would mind like Chili's or anything. Like if it's going to be good food, it's going to nah, be Nah, like the food over there is mediocre and the what? prices are not mediocre. So That's true. Yeah, you got to head over to like Southern Charm and get you a giant plate of fried chicken or something. Southern Charm's good. Yeah, so, yeah, go to Southern Charm. Look up Southern Charm if y'all don't know where it's at. Go (laughs) find it. It's in Gainesville, and it's bomb. They make some amazing fried chicken. They really do, and I don't even like fried chicken. What? But the the stuff at Southern Charm is excellent. Oh, my gosh. But also, like, for the first date thing, if you want to, like, be open to what that person, like, might have planned, Mm because if you're like, oh, I hate food like that. Oh, I hate, I wouldn't watch a movie like that. Like, just let them kind of. Because if they planned it out, like, that should be nice enough for you. And yeah. see, if you if you like it, then you have shared interest. Right. Don't be picky, even about, like, conversation topics. Like, just kind of let it flow. Like, don't be like, oh, I hate this subject. Let's move on. Unless, like, you really don't like the subject. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah, and chances are, like, whatever you're going to be talking about, it's not going to be, like, you know, trigger-type stuff. So you're not going to get triggered talking about, uh, you know, whatever you talk about on a first date. Because he's really just trying to get to know you, or she's really trying to get to know you, and you're just trying to get to know them. So, mm-hmm. I mean, they're not going to really say anything. They really get you, get your blood boiling. Unless they do. <laughs> In that then case, you know yeah, no truth. second date. Uh, so, leading on to that, trust your gut when you're with someone. Yes, if someone's sketchy, like, trust your gut. Like, you should probably leave the situation. Like, if everything they say is just, like, you have no answer, you don't want to be rude, or you feel like you don't want to be rude, mm-hmm. then you know this is going to go well for the future. Yeah, like, you know, like, people that you click with and then people that you don't. I mean, so, like, if you, like, are talking to somebody or they're talking to you and you're just thinking to yourself, yo, this is, I can't wait to get out of this situation, you know, you're, you're on your phone trying to look for ways to distract yourself and stuff, then, mm-hmm. yo, you got you to gotta get out of there. It's true. I don't know. I feel, I don't know, even if you get just, like, a bad vibe and, like, the person's kind of okay, but, like, you don't, trust them for some reason like that's probably not a good situation you want to be in especially if you like met the person on like a dating app or online oh my god like you don't know who you're meeting up with like be careful at least yo dating apps let's tell your friends where you are when you're on a date we're gonna talk about dating apps yo tinder no what was the other one what was the other one grinder grinder uh 18 and up uh, FarmersOnly.com. FarmersOnly.com. Yo, Kelsey Bonus, she signed me up. Which what was it called again? I keep forgetting what it's called. It's like Scene Kids. Yeah, it was like emosmeet.com or something like that. Kelsey signed me up for like emos only. He needs dot com. If you're out there, hit us up. Oh my gosh. Hey, yeah. If you see my profile on emos only, <laughs> don't respond, please. Right. <laughs> please do not respond. Try to delete that. A good time. But literally, like, I don't know. Also, in terms of the conversation, like, don't talk about yourself only. Like, that's a, one way to ruin a conversation and make the other person really bored. But also, don't not talk about yourself. Like, a lot of people are very hesitant to open up. But it's like, just keep the conversation on an even level. Yeah, and and look out for little clues, like how they treat servers, how mm-hmm. they treat how they treat people, like, serving them or you guys. Because yes. you've heard that before, but it is a really big indicator. How they tip, they don't tip. That's For me, that's a big indicator. Um and then with the 
the thing about like listening is you you have to like listen to get these things and think about after the date like if is this going to work out or are you not sure so it's really important to just kind of gather this information for yourself and realize if you you know are interested or not hey fellas let me tell you something real quick uh-uh. about what kirsten said listen tips are no. vital they are oh. important i was gonna right? be mad <laughs> no, marcus used to never tip yeah i used to never tip right and like first off it's because i believed at first like hey like they should be getting paid enough money like it they shouldn't don't. be my job and they really don't and they should get paid enough but i mean it is what it is so uh that's the first thing second thing i was talking to this one girl who used to work at my job and she i was just like hey like if, if we were to go on a date and I didn't tip, like, you know, will we get a second date? She was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Literally. But although I have to say she was really picky because, like, I was like, yo, where do you want to go for, like, the first date? And then she was like, yo, like, I want to go to, like, somewhere nice, like Red Lobster or Olive Garden. I was like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hold up. Like, she knows I'm a college student, right? But, yeah, she wanted to go to, like, Red Lobster and then me pay for everything. Her meal, my meal, and a tip, and then, like, go see a movie or something. And then I pay for that, too. I mean, I was like, yo. I don't have money like that. That's actually our next point is money. How do you guys think like things should be paid I, for? I, I just personally, I think it's very, well, I mean, it's just a culture thing, but like women feel that they're entitled to get everything on the first date free. Yeah. Like they expect guys to pay. Yeah. I mean, why not? You know, if you're a guy, you know, feel like you're balling a little bit, you know, ball out a little bit. It's actually, you too, ladies, you know, if y'all got a little money, you just go ahead and ball out. I'm okay with y'all spending a little something on me. I mean, no, I mean, like, if a guy really offers, a lot of times I feel like guys like feel like they have to. So, mm-hmm. but I mean, you shouldn't really have to bring it up until it comes up. Like you don't have to be like, oh, I'm gonna pay for this. Yeah, I feel like a true sign of a gentleman is gonna be like, you know, if like you're like you're not going there expecting to uh, to have him pay for you, but then he's like, yo, let me pay for you. Anyway. Right. You know, real sign of a gentleman, and, and I feel like we need a gentleman for all the ladies out there. So. If you say so. <laughs> so I, I feel like you should, you should just go having enough for yourself. Yes. Um, just be prepared because you never know. Yeah, yeah. Make sure you have enough for yourself. Like if you show up there and that guy ain't got no money, you feel me? That's going to be a mess. That's going to be a mess. But also like don't order the most expensive thing on the menu because you think somebody's going to pay for you. But also don't be like Or else you're taking advantage. Yes. Yo, that's, that's the thing. That same girl that I told you about earlier, right? At the library. So I actually did take her on a date. I mean, I guess it's a date. I'd hardly call it that. More like a friendly outing. But whatever. It was a date. And then took her to the movies, right? Paid for all that stuff. It was all cool. Like, and I'm not worried about none of that. Then I took her to this other place, right? This restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then, first off, the restaurant was really ratchet. It was called Chicken House or something like that. Yeah, don't don't go to Chicken House or whatever. I don't even know. I'm bringing up all that. these restaurants. <laughs> no, it was called Wing House. That's what it's called, Wing, Wing House. House. Don't go to Wing House. Yeah, it's very popular. For real? Yeah. People hey, love that place. That place is no way. I'm not going there again. But anyway, so like she was just there looking at the menu, right? And then like I'm talking to the the waitress and she's like, Yeah, what do you want? I'm like, Yeah, let me get water. You know, I'm trying to save all this money and stuff. And then she's out here like ordering like all these like, you know, expensive drinks and stuff that like I'm like, yo, these aren't even like free refills out here. Like, yo, this is messed up. I felt some type of way about that. No lie. No, I, I, especially if beforehand, I don't know, I, you could tell if someone's expecting it or not, I feel. Mm-hmm. So maybe not go out with them if you feel that <laughs> even before. Yeah, we have not gone on a second outing since, so. Yeah. And also, and just be considerate of other people's situations. Like, 
obviously not everyone in this world has the same amount of money as you. Yeah. So kind of gauge where they're taking you and so and you can even in conversations like kind of tell. So I don't know. I feel like people are like, oh, if I can pay for both of us, he can pay for both of us. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that's not the case. Yeah. Find out where these people are working, if they are even working. Like, that's important. Yeah. True. I mean, and it's like a it's a really big part of our lives. So, like, if we're working, like, our jobs are really important. So, you know, find out, you know, where they're working, if they're working and, you know, how they like it, all that jazz. And then if, you know, you're both college students, you, you know, go maybe go on a picnic yeah. or just do something else. You don't have to do the whole because dinner in a movie was really expensive, like today. Right. Also, just be like, like free to talk about the money situation. Like, be like, do you want to spend money? Do you maybe want to like split the check? Do you, what do you want to do? And like, the more you communicate, I think, the better your date will be. So yeah. All right. And then you know, obviously, the follow up. Here's another tip. Last tip here. Follow up on a date. So what do you do if it's a good date? If it's a bad date? What do we do? Well, you gotta give uh, you gotta give the date a kiss, definitely. If it was a good date, right? <laughs> I mean, come on, what you mean, man? Like, depends though. Do you want to rush into that? Although it is, a date. I feel I like know. it's not rushing. I yeah, I agree, but it depends how the date goes. It also depends your how you know each yeah, other. Yeah, it depends on how how first off how confident or not confident. I guess how just open you are yeah. to uh to kissing. You know, so mm-hmm. it's like if you're like one of those people who you know you don't really want to kiss till you really know that person or something like that, then yo, like, you know, you take your time and you do your thing. But then for people who are like, you know, just, you know, kind of open to whatever, if you thought it was a good date, like, hey, don't be afraid to pucker up, you know? Yeah. Also, I feel like at the end of the night, if the girl, like, doesn't get a kiss, she might be, like, disappointed and be like, did I do something wrong? Like, did he have a bad time? So I don't know. So. Oh, for real? Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Learning. Learning. Also, you know, don't rush, don't rush everything. Like, if it's a good date and you're you know, apart, and then you're like, don't like, oh, he's not texting me yet. Yeah. Like, let it kind of simmer or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, don't rush a second date immediately, I would say. Yeah, don't be, like, clingy. Like, just right let things take time. Although, like, it's not bad to, like, message, I think. Not yeah, quite right away, true. but, like, just message them and be like, I had fun, thanks. That's very, just... I think that's a nice gesture to say, oh, I had fun. Yeah, but don't send, like, 20 text messages, like, where are you? Why, you have... Why haven't you responded? Like, yeah, all those blah, blah, double blah. texts and stuff. Yeah, don't be doing that. Yeah. And I got to say, like, you were right about that, Bona. Like, um, sending, like, just saying something like, hey, like, it was a good time I had, you know, thanks for taking me out. Like, it's really small. It's a small gesture, but, like, it actually does go a long way. Yeah. Like, it makes you feel good when you when somebody sends you that or you send that to somebody. Like, it makes them feel good. So, I mean, And not even yeah. relationships, but, like, friendships, if it's, like, True. after hanging out and then you're like, oh, that was fun. Like, I really enjoy stuff like that. Same. No, yeah. seriously, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's, like, nice. So, yeah, like, just in general – if it's good, you know, let it simmer and let it come naturally. Like, uh, I would say kind of enjoy that. I feel like a lot of people rush into something else with that person. Mm-hmm. I feel like that time is something you should be enjoying. Definitely. It's like, oh, I don't know them too well yet, but this is really fun and exciting. Um, you don't have to rush any of that. Right, but what if it's a bad date, guys? How do you follow up with that? Uh, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> you just ghost them out. Nah, don't do that. I, I feel like it's... They're going to keep messaging you. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, the common thing to do, but it is kind of a jerk See, response. Okay, this is terrible, but, like, for me, it's not even about being a jerk. I just, like, don't want them to keep messaging me. Yeah, you don't like, like, the confrontation, like, hey, I didn't like our time out, like, bye. Like, it gets uncomfortable. I'm the person that's, like, oh, sorry, I can't hang out. 
like over and over. I just make up excuses. I'm like, oh, doctor's like appointment. Years. <laughs> Literally. No, I mean, like, it's it's sad, but, like, at the same time, I mean, that's the best thing. That's, I feel like that's the best move to do. Because, like, you can't just, like, not texting him, period, is kind of rude. But then, like, you also just being frank about it is, like, just, just as rude, you know? I feel like you should, like, talk to them but just put it like very gently and be like we didn't have a lot in common like kirsten said that earlier so you're saying the best move is to like for me it's like not like completely like you know to be like oh yeah i feel like it's more like what you said like just kind of be say i i can't really make it you know maybe not give like a complete excuse but kind of like let them know you're not really trying to see them without actually saying it just be like hey you want to hang out you'd be like uh i kind of got to do something you know see i feel like i kind of got to ignore you you that makes it worse because There's a lot of people out there that will keep going and then just get angry at you for like, no, trust me. All right, so what I got to say, I should be like, uh... You should be like, hey... Yeah, I'm not trying to see you. Just be like, I had a fun time, but I just don't think it's going to work out. But yeah, I'm not trying to see you again, so, uh... (laughs) A good good one is, uh, we just didn't have too much in common. Yeah, yeah. Even if you did. (laughs) True. (laughs) It's like an excellent date, but you're like, bye. (laughs) That would be horrible. But I feel like that's not a hard letdown because, like, if people don't have stuff in common, you can't really fix that. But also, if, like, the date is bad because, like, the other person was, like, a complete jerk, like, I don't think you have any obligation to even follow up with, Very like, true. a message. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, re- demand respect. Yeah, just follow up with a with a jerk response. Just be like, hey, yeah, you are a jerk. <laughs> I'm not trying to see you ever again. <laughs> and, hey, you know texting is easier than in person, so, like, yes, I know a lot of people think that's rude but i think that's just kind of how today is and like i'm not gonna meet up with you and be like i don't want a second date i'll just text you that yeah but in a nice way i don't think texting's the worst like a lot of people be like you broke up over a text or something and like breaking up is totally different but yeah i think a lot of people are just against texting but i think it's fine but wait 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 so about a bad date though like a bad date what would be what would actually be a bad date like what would you guys say is a bad date i just feel like when you're with a person that like you, I can already, you like, know when you just can't talk yes and you just like both look off or and on your phones yeah it's like awkward and there's silence miserable sounds like y'all talking from experience you're texting <laughs> your group chat like help me <laughs> honestly <laughs> no um, i don't have exp- i just like i can imagine that like even with someone you don't like in general like yes being with them is like annoying mm-hmm. and like even if again like if they are a complete jerk or like they like yell at the waiter or something it's like all right this is not a good date yeah i got you i got you i feel like i'm kind of judgy quickly about like what people say in yeah. term but i don't know I, I feel like i've learned so much that like anything slightly against what i think mm-hmm. in terms of morals and stuff would yeah. be really i'd be like i'm keeping note of that and i'm not going to see you again probably yeah i think values are very important for sure and if they don't like share your values then it's like hit the road buddy yeah, like, definitely, like, you know, your morality. Like, if they have very different ideas of morality, it's it's almost certainly not going to work out. Right. Now, like, I'm usually really forgiving when it comes to stuff like, uh, like, the way that you, I guess, maybe, what do you call that? You, the way you act? Because it's like, you know, some people just have really weird courtesy and weird gestures and stuff. And it's like, they don't really mean to act the way that they do or something like that. Like, for example, like, uh, some people will, will do something that you find just totally like socially wrong but then they just don't realize that socially that's that's wrong and if they they knew that they wouldn't really be doing it you know mm-hmm. like what though i guess like uh like flicking people off or something because <laughs> that's i'd be like bye <laughs> excuse me i don't know what you're referring to i mean i don't know like i can't think of like an example on i the think spot. like some people are like problematic but they don't mean to be 
And like if you like educate them, they might stop. See, yeah, I feel like that's totally different. Too. Yeah, it, yeah. Because like if I have friends and they say something and and I'm like, hey, listen, and most of, like the people I surround myself with, they're like, oh gosh, okay, you know. Yeah. If people become immediately defensive of something they say, mm-hmm. then that's for me. It's like okay. Yes. But are you talking about like can gestures? No, more like something like what you were saying, okay. like sort of like how like you know the way people talk or the mm-hmm. way that they're. Uh, that they're presenting themselves like true. it might be like yo you know this is kind of like a turn off like you're not really acting in a nice way but then like you know they're like oh i didn't realize that that's how i'm coming off you know mm-hmm. that's true so i tend to be forgiving for stuff like that it depends like yeah if somebody on the date is like really trying but like for some reason they can't get it wrong i think you can give them like a second chance and maybe go on another date but if you really don't like the person then just be like nah i'm good also don't waste your time just being nice to someone was kind of nice, but you are annoyed with you just annoys you. Mm-hmm. You do not go on a second date with them just because like you feel bad. Yeah. Or they talk about their ex, and you're like, oh, Ooh. they're in a sa- sad spot or whatever. Like, don't don't feel bad. Yeah. You have to move on with your life and stop wasting time. Yeah. No pity. Anything. No pity dates. No pity kisses. None of that oh, nonsense. Sure. Yeah. None of that nonsense. Definitely. All right. So let's move on to. Our viewer question. Mm-hmm. We have one from Ethan Y., who's also a college student in Florida. He asked, I have been on multiple Tinder dates, but none of them have really worked out. What do I do? Well, first of all, what's up, Ethan? Appreciate you submitting the question to us. Much love, much love. <laughs> now, to answer your question, I definitely say uh, you got to kind of change up your game, you know? As a real pimp player in the game, uh, I'd say, like, if you're going on several dates, but none of them are really working out, then, like, I feel like there's something on your end that's going wrong, you know? Because it's, like, if something was going right, like, eventually at least one of them would say, you know, hey, let's go on a second date or something like that, you know? So I'd say, like, you know, try to try to do, like, a little self-reflection and see, see if there's something that you're doing or something that you're saying. I don't know, something that you're – just something that you're doing that is just kind of turning them off from you. So, yeah, check that out. I agree with that, but I also think – if maybe it's him who doesn't feel satisfied with the dates and that could be on his own part, but maybe like it's something specifically about like the girls he chooses. So I think maybe he should kind of be a little more picky about his choices, like who he actually goes on a date with. Like wait till there is some sort of connection, even though that's kind of hard over Tinder, I imagine. Wait, wait, so you're saying like my boy is uh, my boy Ethan's the kind of swipe right kind of guy. Is that what you're thinking? Like, I mean, maybe. Or he just, you know, swipes right on everybody trying to get a, a match or something like that. He could be. Yeah, a lot of people do that, and then they just go on dates with whoever talks to them. Yeah. Which, I don't know Ethan's situation, but I think you definitely have to be picky, and, like, the conversation, uh, I feel like, has to be really good before you even decide that. Like, I wouldn't just jump into it. Yeah. Also, yeah. maybe even, like, step away from Tinder for a while. Like, there's a lot of people on, like, college campuses, and I'm sure a lot of them are, like, single and looking, so maybe try to, like, meet people in person and... Or, like, ask your friends out. I don't know. No, for, I I think, like, if Tinder really isn't working for you, I really like what Marcus said, maybe something you're doing. But also maybe just get off Tinder and, mm-hmm. and explore your campus, honestly. Because there's a lot of people usually on campuses. Join a group, join a club, um, even just, like, go around campus more. I feel like there's a lot of opportunities to meet people mm-hmm. literally anywhere on campus. So, you know, just maybe get off. Because Tinder, I don't know. I feel like it's just kind of a strange place everyone just rates you know looks and stuff no seriously i do i do feel like tinder's a strange place like i think that uh 
dating apps in general or like just stuff that you go to to like with the intention of dating like it creates this weird atmosphere you know like it creates this like expectation that you have because you know you're like okay well i'm going with this person it's like you know whatever we're gonna do it it has to be a date you know so like you go with like certain expectations of what you need to do what she needs to do you know what just what's going to happen and like Mm -hmm. i feel like that just creates like you know just tension and just unnecessary uh just it's just weird it's just a strange atmosphere like you want it to be natural right so i feel like you know kind of getting off tinder straying away from that and then just kind of talking to people you know just naturally like that'll lead to dates and then the dates itself will be more natural you know yeah along the same lines i think a lot of people go on tinder for like hookups and not necessarily like a relationship so if you do want a relationship like i think you kind of have to search a little harder for that and maybe like determine what the person's motivation is yeah a lot of people are you know obviously you can find people on tinder or whatever but it a lot of it is hookups so personally i like meeting people just I feel like it's way more relaxed. Like, it's weird to set up a date with the person you've never met, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the conversation would just be forced. So, just... Yeah, exactly. Like, the atmosphere would just be weird, you know? Mm-hmm. So... You gotta be, like, what if they're a scary person? You gotta meet in public, you know? True. All that stuff. And I think just, um, I don't know, for a lot of relationship stuff, if you keep thinking about it so often, it's really gonna be a lot harder to f- come across. Yeah. And if you're a college student, like, maybe you shouldn't be so focused on like getting a relationship like maybe one will just come when you're ready and you shouldn't like really force it like just go about your daily life and prioritize like your studies or something you know what a geek (laughs) what a geek a little bit nah she's right she's right i mean definitely like i mean of course like we all got we all got the hormones and stuff so like we're gonna want to try to meet people and stuff but at the same time you know as long as you're doing you like you focus on you you get your life right then, you know, people will come find you. Like, this is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, good luck out there, Ethan. <laughs> Hope you find some luck. Yeah, wishing you the best, Ethan. All right. Does that wrap it up for today? Well, that's what that's the material we have for today, guys. It's been fun. Yo, it's been great, yo. Covered a lot of topics. Moving out, first dates, Tinder, yep. worst fears. Worst fears. Well, yeah, it's been your crew on Sound Advice. I'm Kirsten. I'm Kelsey. And it's your boy, Marcus. And we are signing out. Tune in next time. See ya. See ya. Peace.